Hello, hello, and welcome to Resale Queen Chronicles. I am Tiffy T, the Resale Queen, your host today, and I can be reached at info at resellqueen.com. So if you are watching me live or watching this uh, through YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, you're probably like, she's a little bit late. I apologize about that. I don't like to be so late. Actually, I don't even like to be up this late. However, I wanted to make sure that I gathered information for you guys. Uh, last week, I did not do a show. Um, I had a lot of stuff going on. Look, sometimes this is a labor of love, not a labor of one that supports me financially. Yes, I, I can make a little bit of money off of it, but really, this is a labor of love. Um had I came on last week, this would have been more of a ranting session against online selling platforms rather than a session to actually help you make money. So it's probably a good thing I did not come on last last week. Uh, I was just so fed up with some of these uh, platforms last week that it would have been for lack of a better term, a bitch and moon session. There's enough YouTube videos right now that are out there bitching and moaning about all these changes on, on eBay. You don't need to watch another one unless that's what you're into. But we are going get, to get into some things. We're going to talk about it. All right. So on track for today, as you can see, the title I'm talking about, Walmart Marketplace. Walmart Marketplace <laughs> We're going to get to it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, next, I'm going to give you guys uh, just a few reseller updates. We're going to try and keep this show under 35 minutes, 45 minutes. I don't like to do things too long. If you happen to be watching live, I see that we have a little small audience. You have a quick question, chat, or uh, that you want to add, just go ahead and leave that comment, Whether what whichever platform that you're using. I'll see that you left it, put it up on the screen, and we can talk back and forth whichever way that you like, okay? Uh, this show isn't just for me. I do this show for you. So if I'm talking about something that you can add to, please feel free to make a note, and we'll add that right on onto the show. So uh, about two weeks ago, eBay decided to, well, eBay had their, their uh seller check-in. They do this like every quarter. I think I talk about this like every three months and they talk about the things that, um, that they are deciding to, to work on, uh, and the changes that are going to be made to the platform. Some of the big changes. Now, let me just preface this on my, on things that are just my opinion that eBay does that in my opinion, tick me off. <laughs> I have no problems with making changes to the platform. It's your platform. Do what you feel is best. Making changes during fourth quarter and a fourth quarter like this one is bad business. That's all I'm saying. Um, to me, especially the way that these some of these changes are, are rolled out and being rolled out, it doesn't make sense to make these type of changes to a point where customers can't find the things that they used to buy and now they can't buy, now they can't find them. 
I have spoken to um, some sellers um, that I that I know personally, and they have uh, essentially just let me know that they're they don't know what to do. Um, my only way that I can help them is to tell them trying to contact uh, eBay for business through Facebook because I know that that gives a, a better response sometimes than going through the traditional eBay. Um, have eBay give you a call. People, because of this, there's new changes that are being made. They decided to make changes to the categories. So if you're a person that sells more in the collectibles, now I am not a collectibles person. That's not what I do. That is not my ministry. Um, I don't deal with a lot of older things. Uh, my husband does, but I don't. Uh, I am, I right now, I'm strictly wholesale, honey. That's, that's, that's what's making me money right now. That gives me less time. However, there are other people where that is what they do. That is their bread and butter. They know when they see a vintage dial, doll, they know how much it's worth. They know the value of it. And they know that there is a market for it. So they put in the time to research the items. They put in the, the time to make a listing that goes with and supports their product that they're selling. And they normally have a following or customers that follow them because there are people that buy this and maybe they're collective collectors. Well, now let's just say I have like a vintage doll. My doll that's vintage could be in the same category as like a regular kid's toy that you would buy at Target. That's not supposed to be in the same category. But eBay is making a lot of changes. They're take, they took like some categories away. In their explanation was that it was so to make things easier to find and make things a little more simpler. I don't know if that's really the cause. That's just what, what they are saying. And as I said, I didn't come on here last week because it probably would have been a bitch and moan session because that's all I heard. That's all I heard about was people, they can't find my listings. Customers are like, where are your stuff? Because I can't find it. So it's, it's eventually, it's going to get to a point, <laughs> you know, where those things are going to need to be fixed or people are going to find another avenue. eBay is not the only game in town. I am just saying. All right. So that's my rant and my rave about that. I will say during their check-in, um, they did have some, they had what I feel is like some good uh, research uh, information talking about really things that we kind of already know. But it's nice to, um, to actually have some information about spending habits. And they had a company um, that was that was at eBay Open before that uh, gives research information about uh, customer spending habits. 
and they gave like a little small presentation. And one of the things that was nice uh, about the presentation was the company they actually sent the presentation um, uh, to us. So I actually have the full presentation. Uh, so I'm just going to go over it just very quickly on just like a, a key takeaways. Uh, the name of the company is called Forrester, by the way. Um, a couple of things that I that kind of shot out at me was some of the questions that they asked consumers. And uh, let's see here. Which of the following do you agree with about winter holiday shopping this year? 11% of the people said, instead of holiday shopping, I will spend money on traveling. 13% said, I don't plan to shop for the winter holidays this year. 21% of the people polled said, I have fewer people to buy for this year than last year. And 32% said, I have less money to spend this year than last year. That jumped out at me because people are struggling right now. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. We have people that are not working. You, We have people that have maybe decided to jump the ship and maybe get some education during this, during the time of quarantine. So people's priorities are going to be different. Not just that. If you've noticed and you've gone to the supermarket lately, it's not cheap. Eggs are going up. Meat is going up. Bread, milk, all the bare essentials that you normally would buy at the supermarket are all going up. So it means just for bare necessities, you're you're not going to have money for. So you're not going to spend aimlessly for Christmas if you can't eat the day after Christmas. So those are things that you need to keep in mind as a person who does reselling and sells to people. A lot of times it's not about the fact that your item isn't worth what it's worth. It may just be the person doesn't have the money to buy it. Just, just something to think about. All right. So moving on, I'm going to stay on the same track here, but I am going to talk about something that I don't really talk about. I don't normally uh, start talking about things political on, um, on here. However, eBay brought it up and I'm going to bring it up because I do think it is important. So I'm going to try and make my screen just a little bit bigger here. Okay. So say, okay, I agree. So I know there was like this meme and different social media posts going around scaring people saying, because of some new legislation that went into like the CARES Act, which was the act that came out, uh, you know, for COVID relief. If you are a person that sells on eBay, regardless really of how much you sell, if eBay would not normally send out a 1099 form for you, you're going to get one this year. For most of us, who are in this game, that's not really a big deal. And the reason why, you know, it's not really a big deal is because we 
we might be already making money, you know, to for that threshold. But eBay, I will say, um, for their part, they have really kept sellers informed about about this new act. They even asked during the seller uh, check-in for us to be a little proactive. They created a page where you had a letter that you could email to your local senator and tell them to rewrite this bill because it was going to, well, rewrite this portion of the bill because it was going to impact your business. So uh, not, not too long ago, um, they they did put out some information that um, after months of negotiation and significant grassroots engagement by eBay Small Business, we are pleased to share that the U.S. House Representative Jack and I am going to put Jan, I'm sorry, Shakowsky, I am butchering that name, and Representative Gus Bill Rakis have introduced a new version of the Informed Consumers Act, within, which increases transparency, protects sellers, and will provide one federal compliance standard. With these crucial subs substantive changes, eBay now supports the Informed Consumer Act and urges Congress to advance this legislation immediately. So this is kind of what was happening. I'm going to read just a little bit of this and kind of just talk. So for the last 18 months, big box retailers launched a coordinated effort throughout the states and at the federal level to make it more difficult for small businesses and entrepreneurs to sell goods through online marketplaces. The original version on the Informed Consumers Act would have imposed burdensome and discriminatory collection of information requirements that would have harmed legitimate small businesses and entrepreneurs who sell on online marketplaces. The revised Informed Consumers Act no longer places onus or and burdensome requirements on individual and small business sellers. These significant modifications will improve the consumer buying process while protecting millions of American individual and small business selling online. So the revised language importantly provides federal preemption that will establish a federal standard while avoiding patchwork legislation in the states. So just uh, a couple high uh, highlights. So the highlights that are updated is the removal of um, marketplaces will no longer be required to collect sellers' driver's licenses and other unnecessary information as a means of verifying who each seller is and how to contact them. Um, there was, I believe, some, um, some provisions in the act that basically said whoever is selling on your platform you kind of have to identify them sort of like the same way it would be if you were to get a bank account. Think about that process. You know, they run your credit, you show your ID. That's a whole process. And there were some provisions that were, uh, that were being made uh, about that. All right. So protects privacy of sellers. So sellers will no longer be required to disclose Next to each product listing, the full name, address, phone number, and email address of their business. That would have been way too much information. 
I like my anonymity when I sell. When you get an item from me, you have no idea it came from me. My name is not part of the return address. My business name is actually in initials and it goes to a PO box and it's another city over from where I, I live. And I do that for reasons of privacy, but not just that. People are crazy. You don't need a person. I come into your house acting a fool. And I hate to say this, but I know people that has happened to. I've spoken to people that things like that has happened to. That's why I'm kind of very leery on places that don't allow you to have that type of amenity. So glad about that. Um, the federal standard. So the new Informed Consumer Act contains a federal preemption standard, which would prevent a patchwork of confusing state laws. So basically in order to kind of fix this, each state was gonna to have to go in and make their own law, which means that eBay would have had to be compliant <laughs> under all of those laws. So it's, it's. I'm glad that this is changing because this was getting ready to be a little confusing. And, and quite, quite frankly, if you were a small, small, small business that, did not normally deal with this, this kind of would have been a problem for you. So those changes are made. So I'm happy about that, about those things that are coming on board. So you don't have to worry about those crazy memes that everyone has seen on the internet about if you sell $2, you're going to get a 1099. And we will be right back after this. Tax season is full of what ifs. What if I'm not taking all my deductions? What if I'm supposed to get more? What if I don't have time to go to a professional? Let One Stop Taxes take the stress out of this tax season. Our tax professionals can give you a quote in minutes using the My One Stop Taxes app, found in the Apple Store or Google Play. Using your cell phone or tablet, take pictures of your ID and tax documents, select your tax preparer's name, upload your documents, and submit. It's that simple. Your preparer will send you a customized tax quote back. Then you can approve it and sign your return all from home. Need cash fast? Request a cash advance and you could receive your money within hours. Download the My One Stop Taxes app today and let us do the rest. Download the free One Stop Taxes app today. Get your free quote. Choose Tiffany Tracy as your tax preparer to receive your free quote. Shipping can be complicated and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to ShipStation, a web-based shipping software for online retailers. Import orders from wherever you sell and create labels for however you ship, all in one place. With our powerful automation tools, mobile app, and branded tracking page, you can focus less on shipping and more on growing your business. With ShipStation, you save both time and money. Let's get shipped done. Get started with ShipStation today. Click the link in the description box to receive a special discount from ShipStation. And we are back. So welcome back to Resell Queen Chronicles. Moving along to talk about just some reseller updates, some things that have been happening in the past couple of weeks to kind of keep you guys in the know. So staying on the subject of eBay, apparently that's going to be who I'm talking about the most today until I get to my rant on Walmart. Uh, eBay confirms test of immediate pay on best 
offers. If I had some sound effects, I would be putting some hand claps here. Uh, eBay started out doing this a long time ago, over 20 some years ago. And there was a time with eBay, the person bought something, you had to wait for them to send you like a money order and then you ship out the item. Like it was a whole long process. Now, and then, you know, eventually, you know, they kept updating and updating and updating. But even now with their whole new managed payments process, you would think that you wouldn't have to wait for payment anymore. Um, if you think about it, any website that you go to, when you decide you want an item and you say you want that item, you click on it to buy and it purchases it. Takes it right off your card right then and there. For some reason, <laughs> eBay just kind of hasn't gotten up to that level. So they are testing immediate pay on best offers so that it's automatic. So when you put in a listing and you put in, uh, you know, best offers, you can click on for immediate pay, uh, but you have to choose that option. So now this is going to be um, comf uh, uniform across, across everything. So they are working on that. So I just want to uh, let's see here. Yeah, they are currently testing and it is enabled for some buyers uh, where their payment method will be automatically charged when the seller accepts the offer or when the auto accept price on the offer is met. When making an offer, these buyers who are in the test are prompted with a payment screen where they can choose from existing payment methods and or add a new payment method and also edit or add shipping address. Should the offer be accepted by the seller, buyer will be automatically charged. Some other points is that at this point, as a seller, there is no notification built yet to indicate uh, the if the payment will be immediate or not. Uh, the payment screen has an option to pick the delivery option. The buyer making an offer every time will be presented with the payment screen. So for every offer, the buyer, in fact, has to confirm the payment option, shipping details before they submit the offer. So for every offer, the buyer does have the ability to edit and add new payment methods as well as the shipping address and choose from the delivery options again. Again, the payment is charged only when the seller accepts the offer. Not bad. All right, so they're still testing it. It's coming. It's it's coming. That's the best thing I can say to that. Uh, also, um, I'm going to talk just another update uh, about shipping. Um, so Pitney Bowles, or it might be those, who knows? I just know when I see them, <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're the people, you know, that are kind of behind all the shipping, like the stamps.com and stuff like that. All right. So they are geared up, you know, for the expected surge in the holiday shipping. Um, and they announced the other day that it's going to, they're going to raise their e-commerce rates for 2022. <gasps> Big surprise. Uh, so they are going to institute a 5.9% general rate increase for e-commerce services effective January 2nd of next year. 
their quote is the pricing program continues to the company's commitment to providing e-commerce shippers with simple, easy, and understand rates and services. That's what's in their in their press release. Uh, so let's see here. So this 5.9 rate increase applies to the following services. Standard delivery of parcels weighing, weighing one pound or more through the Pitney Bowes U.S. Domestic Network. Standard returns through the Pitney Bowes U.S. Domestic Network. Cross-border delivery to 207 countries and territories when bundling with, excuse me, with bundled quoting and compliance services. Uh, so they also plan to further expand capacity and add thousands of seasonal warehouse associates and drivers to meet e-commerce demand for the peak holiday shipping season. Sounds like what everybody else is saying. So uh, they also talked about they made some investments in some new e-commerce e hubs, some automation solutions, advanced technology, and an investment in their fleet service. So they needed to up the prices to pay for all of that. And lastly, but not least, on some seller update news, um, it's probably not going to be a surprise, but Walmart and eBay, when it comes to like online sales, they are trailing uh, Amazon. Like, and I really think part of it, Amazon has really figured out this whole shipping thing. They have really put in an investment. You know, if you happen to live in a certain area, metropolitan area, you can order something in the morning and get it in the afternoon. I tell you, I at first wasn't going to get Prime. I got Prime originally because I wanted to see one particular movie. And after the uh, initial period where, you know, you get, you get a trial, I was like, huh. I ordered a couple things that came the next day. You know, I'm going to keep this Prime thing. It's working out. They figured out the shipping. And, you know, it's good and it's bad. Because when you're not dealing with Amazon, uh, people expect the same results as Amazon. So you have to really uh, explain to your customers the expectation that they need to have for, for shipping and delivery. You really have to... Uh, put that out in plain English. And sometimes there doesn't really matter. It's still not going to be good enough for them. There's just things you just going to have to figure out. So that is reseller news. So on to my topic uh, of the day. All right. So there are some things happening on this Walmart marketplace, people are getting suspended left and right. And it's not like they're getting suspended because they made bad choices or bad decisions in their business. It's like as if it's an automation of something and you have to go in back and fight it to get things back. Uh, so full transparency, yes, I am a seller on the Walmart marketplace. I have not sold anything on that marketplace in a long time. And the reason why is because, in my opinion, they still need work on their interface. It is not user-friendly. 
and as a person who got started really with Amazon and then went to Walmart, that interface was not pretty. You know, when I started, you could do it manually, but it was better to have some type of API function. Uh, so I am an inactive seller at the moment. Uh, I had problems with putting my listings on. And then after getting my listings on, I had a problem with them staying active because whatever pricing model that they use in their system, I would get notifications that my price was too high and it needed to be cheaper because their little web crawler found my item somewhere cheaper. And then when you would change your price to whatever the price that they would suggest, it still wasn't active. And honestly, I just got tired of it. Um, I was to a point where I was taking more time working on this marketplace and I wasn't making any money from them. So I became inactive. Um, I still go on there, get all their Walmart marketplace news and still talk to people and things like that. And if people ask my help on how, on how to overcome an issue, I'll give you what the way that I would do it. Um, that's, that's what I would do. But, um, uh, I had, I've been seeing a few things and I've spoken to a couple other resellers. Um, Walmart is like just randomly suspending people's accounts and they're using like the same reason, but the reason doesn't apply to the seller. So, they're saying it's an operational performance issue and saying that it has to do with valid tracking. So one issue that I saw, um, I was able to talk to one person. They were told that their item didn't get delivered fast enough. They shipped it within the, amount, the right amount of time. They did everything they were supposed to do. But because if you look at the tracking, and it is from the post office, it says the delivery was late. So they dinged the seller because of that. Now, how are you supposed to control the post office? You can't. Other cases are if you use combined shipping, which I do combined shipping all the time. Uh, if so, if a person buys, person that has same name, same address, uh, buys two items from me, I want to ship them in the same box if it makes sense. Why would I not? Well, if you do that and you upload the tracking for the second item, you get ding for using a... Um, uh, a shipping label, uh, well, a tracking number that that was already used. You get told that it's not valid. So then you have to go through the process of um, contacting, uh, putting in a case, 
talk to someone that I believe is probably in another country and they don't understand the American idioms and keep going back and forth until you can talk to somebody that is in the United States and explain to them that it was combined shipping. And you will possibly get your account back. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what is happening with them. But all I do know is only thing they're doing is upsetting sellers. Um, the one thing I will say, and I said this to a person that I was speaking with um, the other day, Walmart Marketplace is not for someone that they just casually do this. They want you to be a full-fledged company, have your own fulfillment, and have a customer service number and someone always available. You never go on vacation. They want this to be, in their words, an up and running company. That's the, that is the impression that has left, that has been left with me in reference to Walmart, that that is what they want. So if you are a casual reseller, in my opinion, Walmart is probably not the place for you. Stay on Amazon and eBay and those other platforms. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this wall with Walmart and doing these crazy suspensions. Only thing I can say is, if you are on that marketplace, follow up and guard your account. Check check that dashboard every day to make sure that your items are processing along and that they are being delivered. That's the only thing I can say. Um, I haven't spoken to this person, but I did see in like some of the Facebook groups that a person did have some success with a, another company helping them out to get their account back. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going through the same thing that uh, Amazon went through a couple years ago when it seemed like they were just putting out suspension for suspensions for whatever reason. And I think what it was was that they had a new group of, um, of agents working on certain things. And it, it doesn't track sometimes with agents that work from, that work from another country to understand, I think, our verbiage. And you can explain things to your blue in the face, write a case and explain your case and your position and how you did not break the rules, but they just may not understand. So I say all that to say, I don't know what the hell's going on with Walmart, but they're going to lose sellers. They've already lost me. Uh, they made things way too hard. And I didn't come to them. They came to me and asked me to sell on their platform. So it kind of is what it is with them. So that's it for Resale Queen Chronicles this week. Like I told you guys, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. This way you can listen in the car, drive where you need to go, and, and hear me talk about a few things. Again, if you want to reach out to me, I am at 
uh, info at resellqueen.com. Uh, my, I have some new things that will be coming out soon. Some, some more reseller kits. If you guys, I've been getting requests about those. I've been a little busy. We're going to get, get back into, into doing that. I kind of got to get through Q4. And after Q4, we're going to be ramping and uh, ramping up again. Uh, also, I am on Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs is another YouTube live YouTube podcast that I do with my good friend Nicole Flamer, where we talk about business and being mommies. So if you are ever interested, feel free to con to watch us there. It is one of my suggested uh, YouTube uh, channels. And that is E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-M-O-M-M-I-E-S. I'll put a link uh, in the description box so that you can find us. We are we have a podcast as well as go YouTube Live. And we go a little bit deeper into just being a business owner and a mommy. Well, you guys, this has been real. I hope this has helped you a little bit in your online journey of being a reseller. Thanks. You guys have a good one. Bye.